This episode of Almost Blurs is brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. I saw Janet Jackson recently and with this hot as it's been in Texas, I think the only reason that I didn't pass out is because I hydrated using Liquid IV well before the concert. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. For me, I love the lemon lime and this new strawberry lemonade, but when you have 12 flavors that you can choose from made with premium ingredients and a product that is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy, Liquid IV should be able to satisfy most taste buds and keep you feeling hydrated. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ALMOSTBLURREDS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code ALMOSTBLURREDS at liquidiv.com. Now, let's start the show. Almost Blurreds. It's your girl, Dove Cat. I'm your girl, Dove Cat. Dove Cat. Almost Blurred. So it's your boy, JB. JB. Almost Blurred. And this is almost blurs. Hello, we are back. Hello. This is another episode of Almost Blurs. Mm-hmm. I am JB. That other one is who? It is me. Dovecat doesn't rhyme with anything. Mm-hmm. No, no. But yes, we are back. And I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, like, what is something that I would give as advice right now? And I'm going to say this because it was something that I had to come to terms with yesterday after I made a big decision in hopes that it would make me feel a little bit better about some stuff. We have to stop pretending like we don't see the truth. Like, I'm sitting back and I'm like, more often than not, a lot of the things that we find ourselves in are related to stuff where the truth was right there in our faces and we just chose to ignore it. And this is your reminder to stop doing that. Don't ignore <laughs> it. <laughs> don't. Because you don't want to find yourself in a position that you could have easily avoided had you just accepted the truth. Mm-hmm. So that is my advice. Accept the truth. That's okay. That's good advice. That's mm-hmm. good advice. I have some advice as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> I had one other thing, but I really forgot what it was. Two things, but I forgot one of them. So this thing, I think, goes well with Black History Month. And not necessarily not even with Black History Month, but I think anybody who is a POC. um, Mm -hmm. Let me just say this, right? And I shared this with JB, and I shared it with my husband. And um, I feel some type of way. I feel strongly about this. Um, As some of y'all know, I have started a business uh, and um, I'm about to venture into t-shirts and I was following certain pages because I like what they were doing, you know, creating shirts, all that stuff. And there was one particular boutique or store, I'm not going to say the name of it. um, And she is an Asian woman. A lot of her content was Asian coded. I felt her stuff was kind of Asian coded. Um, But she sold to everybody. So that wasn't really the issue. The issue was is that she has an accent 
and it's not that strong, but it's definitely noticeable to my ear because I can tell that she's not from here. And then I didn't care about that in the slightest. It wasn't going to stop me from buying with her. But this one little thing turned me off so bad, I would never buy anything from her. And um, essentially what it was is that everybody knows these voiceovers that people do on TikTok and they do on Instagram. Um, and some of them are even funny. I've heard Rocket the Raccoon. I've heard the Trickster or whatever, a European. I've heard all of that. Um, but what was concerning to me was the fact that this Asian lady is using the voiceover of a white woman to sell her products. And it just felt off and weird to me that she felt the need to do that. And I just want to say that I know a lot of people want to say or think that we are so far removed from racism, but I need y'all to understand that that right there is white supremacy at work, that that Asian lady would feel the need to have a, a voiceover of a white woman to talk about her products. And it broke my heart and I had to unfollow her because she's not authentic to who she is. So I understand that in this economy, people are just trying to make money and she feels like that maybe it would be more appealing if her voice wasn't her voice and that other people who were not, I guess, Asian or whomever would buy her products. And that's fine. You just won't get a dollar from me. So uh, that was it. So I just want to remind you guys that racism is not always blatant. It's not always a white person calling a black person a nigger or hard ER nigger. It's, that's not always the case. Um, racism and white supremacy is sometimes un unassuming, like a voiceover of your of your products trying to sell your products. Something as simple as that. Or what I just saw on TikTok not too long ago of this white man was just very upset that his fiance was going to buy a wedding dress. And if she wanted the nude illusion, it would have been free, no extra cost. If she wanted a darker illusion underneath her dress, it would have been an upcharge. Stuff like that. That is also white supremacy. So, you guys, I, I just, I, that was, that's my whole point is that we are not that far removed from racism. We're not because white supremacy is at work here and it's insidious. So, that's my little bit of advice for you guys. Do you have an icebreaker? No, not really, but I will take a moment to speak on Usher and the Super Bowl performance. I love it. I just want to go out there and tell those people who are complaining, why? It was, I was so entertained. I was so entertained. I did feel it bad for the people following on the pole. But, you know, outside of that, it was great. They moved her out of the camera frame and nobody even noticed she fell. And also, can I just say that... I didn't think that the stripper poles were going to translate well. I didn't know that he was going to use them. But when I saw them, I'm like, this is not really translating well the way that it did in Vegas when I saw it. Um, also, shout out to that lady who was the main stripper in that show because mama had bills to pay and she's earning every cent. Every single penny, sis, is earning. But outside of that, to your point about Usher and people not enjoying it, I thought for sure we're going to get some unts unts from him because, you know, Usher had like a little period where he was doing the unts unts music and that's fine. You know, the white folks went crazy for that. I thought that he was going to play some unts unts music in the mix of some of his other stuff. He did not. That was a black show. Was, oh my God. Yeah, that's it. With Will I Am, who people didn't mm -hmm. know was Will I Am. 
But I will say this, okay? I'll say this, is that next year we're going to get a white artist. Oh, yeah. The past three years have been real niggified. I just want to put that out there. I've loved every single performance that they've done. I enjoyed Rihanna's Pregnant Ass. I enjoyed the West Coast. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I even enjoyed Shakira and um and, and Jayla. And Ashanti. I enjoyed, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her 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 voice. I enjoyed I enjoyed all those shows. Beyonce's, um uh Bruno Mars, all of them I have enjoyed. But the last three years have been consecutively, I feel like have been black as hell. Mm-hmm. We are not getting a black artist next year, guys. It is oh, no. definitely going It'll to be Taylor be- Swift. Taylor Swift, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't watching that mess. Yeah, it's gonna be Taylor Swift, especially now that she's into football now because she's with the Kelsey dude. So, but yeah, anyway, did you? Yes, I loved Usher's performance. I loved it too. It was amazing. Did you hear that recording that somebody called of Taylor and Travis after he won the Super Bowl? Mm-mm. When I tell you, it sounded so unnatural. I knew, I'd be like trying not to read up on news about her. Like I don't dislike her completely as an artist because I can acknowledge that she has some good songs here and there, but I don't care about her. Like I, there's like nothing in me that says I want to see how Taylor Swift is doing. Like if she disappeared for a little while, I may not notice. She seems annoying as a person. But like I felt like if I knew her, we wouldn't be friends. Did you have an icebreaker? Did I have an icebreaker? Oh, y'all. So to to um, let's keep in this vein of me talking about race all the time. Um, Beyonce's doing country, and that's that on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a Beyonce stand. Sis is doing country, and y'all just gonna have to deal. Cause she she gonna do it. Cause she gonna she do it. it. And and on top of that, I realize that country music has gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And the fact that one of the biggest artists in the world. Had to have her fan. Well, she didn't have to do anything, but her fans are begging these radio stations, these country radio stations, to play Beyonce. Texas Hold'em. I think it's interesting. I also think it's interesting that y'all think it's weird that a black woman from the South, Texas to be exact, wouldn't know how to do country music or wouldn't do country music as well to me. And also, if you like country music, I know that y'all don't know the origins. And that's fine. That's fine. Y'all like the cultural appropriate anyway. So. It is what it is, but no, that's that. Let me see. Do I have any other icebreaker other than Beyonce's doing country? Um, oh, this lady, what's her name? Risa Pisa, Risa Pisa, Risa Tessa. What's the girl? I don't know. I've I seen the name, but I don't know anything about what that's related to. Let me tell y'all something. I'm not watching 50 videos of a damn thing. Not, not a damn thing. I'll tell you this. I can tell you this. Shonda Rhimes called that lady. This is the story we want to see, that we want to see unfold, okay? I want to see it. It was juicy. And also, we can go on after I say this. Ladies, don't ever be desperate for a man. That should be period, end of sentence. But don't ever be desperate for a man that he'll have you believe in his lies. Even when you know that they're red flags and that they're lies, you still choosing to believe him. We're not doing that. When they show you who they are the first time, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. But that's it. We can go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into blurry news. It was very, very quiet on the DC front. Still not much being discussed on the Star Wars side of things. So 
Bloody News is really just going to include Marvel this week. Uh, first, I'm fine with it. Some set photos have come out for Daredevil. You know, what is it? Born Again? And <laughs> it shows the costume, the costume of one Frank Castle. Oh, I haven't seen that. You got to show yeah. me. He ha- he's walking. He has the, you see the skull on the shirt where he has a hoodie on. And then it looks like Castle is about to do what Castle does. Um, we have this photo here, but then we have this photo and this photo. Let me see what we got here. Okay, Castle. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see him walking through the place, wherever that is. Okay, this white tiger with Tim's on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Killing. Well, about the kills. Okay. They're about to come through them trees right there and jump on Frank's back. Because mm-hmm. he act like he too good to kill anybody. Trash. Well, at least we know, as we already knew, because Marvel has made it very clear that Daredevil is going to be a mature show. But Castle going to be castling. And he probably won't castle as much as he castled on Netflix, but he's still going to castle. Okay, that's fine if Frank wants to castle. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, Netflix, I mean, excuse me, Marvel, Disney, if you're listening, because I know that y'all are listening, per the huge, okay? Listen to me. We have got the groundwork of Frank pining away for his dead wife and children. Mm -hmm. We got it. We know he's heartbroken over it. Mm -hmm. He can still be heartbroken over it, okay? But I want Frank to move on past that, okay? I want him to have new demons to fight, okay? I want him to ignore Karen. Which is not going to happen because no. I've seen her red ass and I don't want to see her. But with that being said, Frank Castle's going to Frank Castle. It's castling. Okay. And I'm fine with that. But can we please get past the whole dead wife children trope? We did that for two seasons. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how they are continuing the story with him. Like how they're mm-hmm. pulling him back into the whole daredevil side of things. But I don't, I don't like this little white tiger costume thing. It looks a mess to me. I don't know if they plan on somehow digitally changing some stuff, but that is one of the ugliest costumes I've ever seen. Maybe it's meant to be ugly. It was ugly. Didn't you show me a picture? It was ugly in the picture that she showed. Yeah. It's just it's just ugly, like all the time. Like there's nothing that makes that look nice. Not one angle. So I really hope that it's one of those where they're in the on the back end, they're just editing things. It's gonna have a little sparkly stuff over here or something. I don't know, but it looks terrible. But moving right along, we had two big things come out from Marvel. Three big things that came out from Marvel in the last week. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the, the softer news. Okay. The Fantastic Forecast was officially finally announced. So for those of you who do not know, we have one Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Johnny Storm is being played by Joseph Quinn who's known from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Huh. Ben Grimm, who we also know as The Thing, is going to be played by Ivan Moss Bachrock. Yeah, you know who that is. I know who it is. I just didn't know that that was how his name was composed. But, <laughs> and then finally, we had Old Girl. Where's she at? Sue is being played by Vanessa Kirby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Marvel decided to announce it in this very, like, 
retro looking Valentine's Day card type thing. How do you feel about the casting? I don't care about the casting. I never cared about the casting. I know some of y'all are upset that it's not John Krasinski, Krasinski or however him. Mm-hmm. And um, I love Pedro Pascal. So this, and I feel like the casting is going to be perfect because he's already green. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, Vanessa Kirby is a great actress. I love her too. Um, y'all have seen some of her work in the Shaw and Hobbs show um, movie. You know, um, she was on The Crown. Um, I like her. I like mm-hmm. her a lot. Um, the other two, whoever's playing Johnny Storm, I'm not really familiar with him. I don't watch Stranger Things. It was um, he's great. He's okay. great. And you you really should give Stranger Things a, it's going to hook you. It is going because I didn't watch it for the first time until last year. Mm-hmm. Or whenever the last season premiered. I was like, you know what? This this season's coming out. People been hyping this show up. Let me go back and watch it from the beginning. Was done with that series that week. Oh my god! I was and I was caught up. I literally finished just in time for the next season to drop. And mm. that that season was everything. It was so epic. Okay. And it, but it's one of those shows that at this point in time in this life cycle, I would call it. This is when they were going to get new fans because they can binge all of these seasons uh-huh. and just just. Just having all of it back to back, not having to wait at any point in time, it's just it's so satisfying. It is a really, really good show. Uh, really, okay. we'll see. Um, and of course, as the dude who's playing um, the thing is our guy Micro from mm-hmm. from season two, no season two. Is it was it two? Was it? One? I think it was season two. How many so seasons they it was, it was, no, I think it was season one. Because, you know, season two dealt with that crazy guy with the, that that council had beat up with all the glass in the face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so season one. Season one. But um, I like him. I, I like him. Um, um, so I liked him in that show. Yeah, I, I like him. I think he's good. Come close this door. <sighs> They don't care about nothing. They don't care about nothing that I do. But anyways, but yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not stressing. So I know it's going to be good. As per the usual, I always trust Marvel's casting because they don't get it wrong. So that's that's that on that. But I will say that I thought the announcement lacked the fanfare that I thought it was going to get. I, I think this was an announcement that honestly I would have preferred at like an event. Yeah. Like something like this, something we've been waiting on. Something that they've done in the past where the cast will be revealed at like D23 or something. Wait, this, what just this is passed? a moment that should have been like that. What just passed that they didn't go to because of the strike? I forgot what it was, that was called. It wasn't D23? Or it wasn't like it a comic It may have been D23. Okay. Because they didn't really have any announcements at Comic-Con. Right. Well, I, whatever that show was that they said that they weren't going to go to. Um, because of the strike, I think that's probably would have been the time that they announced it. Like I said, they've known who these actors are for the longest time. They've probably been casted for a while. I would imagine that they were casted before the strike. I would imagine that they were casted and everybody, they knew who they were playing, but they really couldn't say anything about it. Um, so I think that's interesting. I, I really do. So I'm interested to see how Pedro is going to play Reed Richards. I didn't like how Reed Richards was played in the one with Jessica Alba. Don't call me Latina Alba. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch the one with Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, so I can't compare that. So I'm interested to see how Pedro's gonna play our guy Reed. Um, and also with that with Sue Storm, um, I'm interested to see how she's gonna play that up. I hope she's brilliant and sassy and sexy mm-hmm. and all the things, and I hope that she has Reed wrapped around his her finger. Um, even with him being all smart and brainy. And also, Marvel, don't piss me off with having Namor obsessed with this white woman. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Don't piss me off because there is no way that y'all have set that character up the way that y'all have set it up. And with him not liking the surface dwellers and him actively killing the Spaniards, mm-hmm. you're trying to tell me that that because they they were white Spaniards. You're trying to tell me that he would be obsessed with Sue Storm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. I was telling Ahmed the other day, I was just like, have him obsessed with Shuri. And Shuri literally cannot stand him. That's the dynamic that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want her to be like, I will kill you. Leave me alone. And he's like, but I love you. I know I killed your mom, but hear me out. I just wanted mm-hmm. you to help my people. Like that right. type of stuff. Let's be friends. So let's be friends. I gave you my mama's bracelet. Mm-hmm. Your you, necklace. You got your power bracelet. back because of my mama's bracelet. That's all I'm saying. You're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so that's the obsession that I want to see. If y'all have him obsessed with um Sue Ass, I, I, I'm going to be mad. But what do you think about the announcement? I mean, I'm just talking. What do you think of the announcement? I don't know anything that Vanessa Kirby's been in. Um, I don't watch The Crown and stuff like that. Wait, I'm I'm on her discography. I mean, filmography. Maybe I have seen something. Because mm. I have not watched Hobbs and Shaw. I haven't watched any of the Mission Impossibles for a while. Jupiter Ascending. No, She was in Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, apparently somewhere in there. Um, no, so let me see TV shows. I watched Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, she probably didn't have a role big enough for me to know her in about time. But no, so I've never seen this woman before. So I'm going in with a blank slate. I have no expectations for her. I know that we're going to get some acting from Pedro Pascal because that's just what he does. He just does what he needs to do. Um, Especially if you've been watching The Last of Us, everything. Well, you know, I haven't been watching The Last of Us. It's cool to see Micro back. I mean, I know that's not his name, but I also know that that's his name. So, Micro, exactly. <laughs> it's cool to see him, because I don't really see him in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually like the casting for Johnny Storm, just because I love that actor, because of how he was on Stranger Things. He was a really cool character, but... okay, yeah. I wasn't like... I can't say I was over here overwhelmed or like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, but it was just... I mean, because I don't really get excited about white people like that often, but... To see Pedro Pascal up there, that made me excited. I mean, he's not really white, but he is. He's definitely mm-hmm. passing. But he is yeah. definitely a POC. Mm-hmm. But something else was announced and a okay. trailer was dropped. Okay. We're going to start with X-Men 97. So the trailer for X-Men 97 premiered and we have an official release date, March the 20th. Mm-hmm. It is not known yet if they're going to drop them all at once or they're going to do it weekly. But we got an official trailer. What were your thoughts about the trailer? 
First, I have to go back and watch. I have to go back and watch X-Men. Um, Will we be able to watch that in a month? I don't think so. How many seasons? Ain't it like five seasons? Yeah, but I don't think all of the seasons are long. Some of them got like 20 plus episodes. Yeah, but th- those are like 20 minutes a piece. You know, we had all the commercials, so that's three episodes in an hour. That's true, I guess. So let's see. I'm looking. Do, 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 do. Season one. What is it going? Okay, their Wikipedia page is awful. Mm. Well, I can't get to anything the way I want to. Yeah, whatever. But it's five seasons, 76 episodes. So if we did three episodes a day <laughs> for five days, like do that every week, the business week, like we're going to do three episodes every day, <laughs> we can catch up. But I don't know how we're going to get there. Do you know what's been like, maybe it's been at least 25, 30 years since I've seen <laughs> the cartoon. It's been a long, like when I tell you I haven't watched it since I was a, a wee little girl. I mean that. I have. It's been a long time, so I would have to really, I would love to catch up before March something, but I don't think it'll happen. But with that being said, um, I was telling JB this, that I love the animation. I thought that they were going to give us some updated fashion forward animation, and it is literally whatever animation they did back in the day, what the modern version of it is, and I like how that looked. Um, Storm is a baddie per the usual. Oh, excuse me. Um, let's see. Gambit is fine. Them red eyes, I don't know what it is. I I had the biggest crush on Gambit. Um, but it looks I'm, it looks good. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see what stories they're trying to tell. Okay. What I did what know, are they gonna introduce? Right. What I didn't know was that a black man ran that television series back in the day. Oh. Oh, I call him on Instagram. He is fine, too. No, no, no. The one that we're talking about who's running this one, yes. But I'm talking about in the original run. Oh, oh. So it's been a black person both times, man. Yes. I was like, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, uh, And also, it's not lost on me that some of y'all feel like X-Men has gone woke, as if it hasn't always been woke. It was built on woke ideas. The whole premise (laughs) of the show. Like, get out of here. And it's at this, I just think it's weird that you, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's weird that this show that has been around forever and a day, the whole series is really based on the minority, minorities and how they are treated, period. It's always been that way. But now that's woke ideology. And I just think that's wild. But um, it looks interesting. I'm ready to watch it. What are you like? What, are you excited? I'm- I am excited. Do you remember I, everything that happened? Yes. I've watched it. I've watched it a couple times since it's been on. Well, Disney Plus has been around. Okay. And my Disney Plus subscription started. I went and watched Gargoyles and I went and watched the X-Men animated series. So I'm really excited about this. I like that they still maintain most of the character design. Like they've obviously made Storm and Rogue not look like pinup girls. Mm-hmm. Like they were in the nineties cartoon. But um and then like the stuff that I'm seeing is stuff that I've never seen them do before. Like there's that scene where Gambit is on Wolverine's back and from him touching him, he made Wolverine's blades light up. I'm like, yo, that is dope. Like if we can mm-hmm. get stuff like this, 
Oh, that makes it even better because this the hopefully they are still um going to keep the story very much aligned with the arc of comics that they were building the show off of. Because that's what made the 90s series so good. It was so it was like a direct translation of what you saw in the comics. Mm-hmm. So it satisfied all the fanboys and then also brought in new fans. So I need that. Yes. Also, um, it looks like Scott Summers is really going to be leading the X-Men, um, mm-hmm. which is what he should have been doing all along. Um, so I'm hoping for the new season that um, we see more of him leading. I want to see um, our girl Storm being his back, if not being his front. Okay. That, and also, if Jean Grey faints one time in this new season, I am writing a strongly worded email to Disney. This is 2024. Ain't nobody fainting like that. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do with Storm. Like, you saw that she has, like, the, the shave sides. I was like, are they going to show her, shave her head, or are they going to try to make us think she never had edges? They're not going to. they probably going to show her. I wouldn't be surprised if we get, like, like, not like a transition, but, like, an explanation of why her hair is cut short. Like they're going to say something just like, oh, Scott opened his eyes or something and I was in the way or something crazy. Oh, and it was singed off. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I feel like, I don't know. We'll see. But um, I want to see Scott be the man. Mm. Okay. I want to see Scott. And they be need the man. to let him because he's, Cyclops is not nearly as weak as they made him out in other things, especially in the movie. Like, because. Cyclops, is even I think at one point he was able to harness the Phoenix Force, so he's also really strong. Yes, and they don't they didn't show it in the movies, but because I think that when we actually had like an adult Cyclops, and not this one that had a crush on Jean Grey and Days of Fe- or well not whenever the new Phoenix all that other stuff, which I do need to watch, but um, but um, they made him. He wasn't the he wasn't the star. They wanted Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, to be the star. And that's not to say that Wolverine as a character isn't popular. I just think that in the realm of the X-Men, he wasn't that guy. It's all I'm saying. And when I say that guy, I meaning he wasn't the guy that was in the front making the decisions. And with the movies that he was in, it kind of made it seem that way. Even though it's like, maybe try to give like this vibe of, oh, I don't like being on the teams. I don't like leading, yada, 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 when it was essentially around him. To the point where you made Storm Week, Cyclops Week. So. Mm. Well, Marvel had one more announcement and trailer drop in the last week. We got the trailer or teaser trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine as it's now being called. And I guess I'll speak on this one since someone hasn't seen the second one to understand why the things are happening in the third one. But I, you know, no, I'm going to go ahead anyway. I was going to skip on through. But I may have even mentioned it before when we talked about Deadpool 2. But in the Deadpool 2 at the end, he was like jumping through time. Like he's jumping from place to place and stuff like that. So we see in the trailer that the TVA is now coming after him. First of all, why was this man wearing this wig? Let me tell you something. (laughs) 
when I saw like the little glue pieces of hair, I yelped so loud. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I haven't seen Deadpool 2. Y'all can stuff it. I'll get to it. But what they wanted me to believe in Deadpool 1 was that he was unattractive. And although burned, he wasn't unattractive, which I thought was weird. Um, y'all wanted me to think that because of how he looked. So now y'all got a wig on this man to further, like, what was the reason? Uh, the way that he had it all glued up. And the fact that they snatched it off, too. Oh, my God. So we also, I didn't watch the breakdown with EB yet. I've seen some of it. comes off like the TVA want him to help them mm. in a way, it seems like, which I don't know why. I don't know what would have prompted this. Like, cause I guess it. I guess we have to figure out what at what time period this is actually supposed to be happening. Like, where in the timeline does this this story fit? But the TVA is outside of time. Happening. But I know. But like, it's outside of time. But there's still things that are happening in the TVA. So I'm like, at what point in what we've seen happen? Okay, is this going to fit in? Because I'm like, is it before Loki? Like, is this like? After Loki has turned into a tree, mm-hmm. like what kind of stuff is like, what, where does it fit? Because we see in the trailer that they're essentially recruiting him to eventually be with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And we see all these little montages over there of everybody. So I'm just like, where does this fit? Like, where is it going to fit? I mean, we probably won't know exactly until about the time it releases or when Disney Plus decides to throw the movie into the timeline. But Um, I'm excited about this trailer. I love the cameos. It's still fuck Hugh Jackman over here, but whatever. Um, It's shocking to see that they went back and brought Pyro back. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, I was like, why? We're going to get more of the X-Men characters. Oh, yeah. Halle Berry is definitely in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm sure uh, Family Jensen is in there too. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm I, definitely I want them to all be there. Not oh, yes. just the not just the, the original X-Men trilogy, but the, the new one too. I want to see Sophie Turner and Jamke, I mean Femke Hens Jensen, whatever, like meet. Like how how are these different genes going to be like interacting with each other? Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, they tried to make us feel like what we were seeing in these movies was technically a prequel to the other stuff, but no one believes yeah, that. Yeah, were younger. Yeah, yeah. No one believes that, though. No one believes that, because you cannot... Well, I think they technically... They tried to use um, Days of Future Past to try to like change that up a little mm-hmm. bit, but still, no. Yeah. I, but I do want to see all those people come together and... How this and what other cameos from like the MCU will be showing up in here? But we've mm. been excited about the stuff from the old days. But like, what about these other people? How many of our Avengers are going to pop up? Will we I get think- a cameo from Robert Downey Jr.? This is a perfect <laughs> opportunity for them to throw him in as a random Iron Man from somewhere. Because we they ain't could. got one now. Um, I think we might see Loki. It would just make the most sense with the TVA, but we don't know where we're, what iteration of the TVA do we have? Has, has he remained blown it up and started it over again? And we haven't gotten to Loki's version yet. Um, I bet you Thor might be in it. 
because Chris Hemsworth seems to want to stay in Marvel forever. And that's fine. That's fine. But I don't know. I'm just trying to think of current, current folks. But everybody, everybody that I think would might make an appearance has already, I don't know, like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, um, Scarlett, I'm Asian Johansson. Like these are like all people who have like, I've done my time. I'm way past that. Right. So I'm wondering going forward, is it possible that we could have some of the newer characters that are going to make cameos um, that we have coming up? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we got, well, I was going to say um, Photon or whoever Tiana is playing, Spectrum Photon. We don't know. She hasn't picked a name yet or she hasn't told us what the name is going to be. Um, but I was going to say, is it, could it be her? But she's in another dimension. But that does that matter if Deadpool's able to to jump? That, it don't matter. He could probably use this movie to bring her back. Yeah. Because she could be literally over there with these X-Men that happen to actually be the ones from the place that she flew to. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm expecting, I'm not really expecting any old folks, like older Avengers, but I am expecting some new folks. So Shang-Chi maybe, uh, we haven't seen him in a long time. Maybe Anthony Mackie might be making an appearance. Um, Carol Danvers be making an appearance. Like all of those, I feel like all those people are game because they're new, but some of the older ones, I don't know. I think with the older, older X-Men, I think they're trying to bring them in. Like, hey, hey guys, this is canon. They're probably from different um, universes. And we're going to get some new folks for the, the 616 timeline at some point. And I feel like that's coming up soon. I wouldn't be surprised. They might introduce us to somebody who's coming in the X-Men. And I feel like they have already been casted as well. And they just have to sit down and shut up about it. But I, I don't know. Rare. What do you think? What do you think? I don't. There could be so many people that appear. Like, so what if we finally get to see Blade? Because we found out that Mahershala Ali has not, like, contrary to a lot of the rumors, he is still attached to this this movie. Because it would make sense for him to, to drop like, out. What if, what if they've allowed him to have cameos here and there so that it can satisfy this need? Like, you're like, you wasting me and I can't do anything. You need to either, like, give me something or just leave me alone and bring somebody else in. Right, so I feel because, like you know, they're probably going to sprinkle him around. I t- and I told you this, that I felt like he was hired too early. And not for all the mess that's coming on with the strike and stuff like that. I just felt like he was hired too early. Well, not too early, but he was hired early that they have probably filmed cameos, his voice stuff, all that good stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start sprinkling him in. in a, because we really don't have a basis for Blade. It, like, it would like legit just be like, we're going to introduce Blade. And as far as like continuity or how he fits into the broader MCU, it doesn't matter. We're just going to introduce Blade. And I think they want to go somewhere different. They sprinkled him in um, Eternals. Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, so Which means do- maybe this can be a time where we see some of the Eternals pop up. Like, are they only going to give us stuff from the past or are they really going to allow the future to? these characters that have been there, like you mentioned Shang-Chi, these people that we've only seen one time, like it's about time that they start throwing them in places so we can really start seeing pieces connect. It's it's got to, if y'all are building the secret wars, right? We have to be excited about who we could possibly see in this film. 
Who's going to be fighting the secret war? We don't know who's going to be fighting the secret. We don't even, we don't know if we have Eternals fighting. We don't know if Shang-Chi is fighting. We don't know if there's going to be a version of Kang who's not Jonathan Majors. We don't know. We don't know if Sam Wilson's going to be fighting the secret wars. We don't know if Charlize Theron is going to be fighting the secret wars. We have no idea because they haven't gotten us to that point yet. And this is not me fussing about it because I'm fine with it either way because I trust Marvel 100%. But we haven't got there yet. So I feel like it's about to, we about to get this. Yeah. We about to I get think this. they really are using Deadpool to do all of this, which could work very well. But I think mm-hmm. that they, and I think that's why they just cleaned the slate of other movies this year. Like, look, this is going to be the movie that is setting this off. And then we're just going to hold out on dropping another movie. Like, let people digest that. And then let's start kicking these movies out because after this year, they will be coming out pretty steadily, like back to back to back again. And I think it's interesting, too, that um, y'all are saying that this is going to be a reset to the MCU. This is where y'all racism is going to be showing, because I can guarantee you that the caliber of writing is going to be the same. Nothing is changing. Y'all just like the characters that they're putting forward. I can't tell you how many comments, videos that I've seen about Deadpool being the reset that the MCU needs. Y'all, don't get me wrong. I love Deadpool. Okay. He's hilarious. I love Wade. Um, But she doesn't love him enough to watch the second movie. I will watch the second one at some point. You know, you know what it is? Um, And not to say that it hasn't stopped. It's stopped me from watching it. But every time I think about that second one, I think about that lady, that stunt woman that died. Oh, on set and I'm just like but I'm I'm going to watch it I'm going to watch it Mm -hmm. Um, I have to watch it before Deadpool 3 comes out Mm -hmm. Um, so but I'm excited about it yeah I'm ready they said that this movie broke the record for most views in 24 hours which was previously held by No Way Home and I think it was like watched like 300 and something million times in 24 hours so the anticipation behind this film is there. This film has the potential to be like another No Way Home if they do this right with some of these upcoming trailers, more things that they're dropping. The more they start showing us some of these people that we we love, we have an attachment to because of when they came out, you're, you're going to have more people coming in. We just got to hope that they don't show too much. And I don't want them to show them at all. That's that's where I'm at with it. There has always been a discussion that Marvel shares too much in their trailers. What they have showed, I thought was perfect. Everybody knew because of the set photos that Wolverine, Hugh Jackman is in it. We know that Hugh and Ryan are close, so that's a given, okay? That's what they have. And I think they should only do more clips of what we've already seen. But like maybe kind of set it up in a way that it doesn't really tell the whole story. But I just think it should be more of what we've already seen and let us be shocked by who's in it. Because I miss that about movies. I miss that we used to could go to the movie theater and aside from the main cast, not know who was in it. And when we see somebody, we're shocked. Right. And in this day and age, I think it's hard to do. But I think it would help if Marvel didn't show. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe one juicy person mm-hmm. that's going to get everybody to come in. But other than that, I, I want to be surprised. Okay, 
all these cameos that you guys are trying to show. Um, it's been rumored that Taylor Swift is having a cameo. Hell, show her. That'll get the people in the seats. You ain't got to do nothing else. Oh, those Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties will take care of that by themselves. So, <coughs> her cult will get it, get it done. But yeah, just leave it. Give us what we've already seen. Maybe more of what we've already seen. Um, maybe a little bit more of what his what his his mission is, or what they've asked him to do. But that's it. I don't want enough. I don't want anything else. I probably won't watch any more trailers unless you ask me to. So, well, that's actually the end of our blurry news. So we can go into our homework where we watched one episode of What If. Y'all, we were supposed to watch two, and I had the time to do the second one, but I just couldn't get it in. It's so good. I was, uh, I would have said watch nine before you watch ten, uh, eight. Just go straight to the end. But no, we we're going to talk about episode eight of What If season two. What if the Avengers assembled in sixteen oh two? And Percy Jackson episode three. We visit the Garden Gnome Emporium. So, of the two, which would you like to tackle first? We're going to talk about what if first, because it's going to take us less time. All right. So, the Avengers assembling in 1602, where we see a lot of old people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- I think in the beginning, I was struggling with the fact that this is 1602, but there's still these people. Like, they're... Our people just in a different time period. Yeah, I think that, yeah, we can get to that in a second. Um, But I also think that if we're supposed to be operating in this notion that there have been superpowered people um, or mutants per se, then of course they would be back in 1602. Mm -hmm. I loved how everybody's character was true to them or who I think is true to them in 1602. Tony Stark mm-hmm. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so true to who he was. Um, Bucky was true to who he was. Mm-hmm. Scott Lane was true to who he was. Seeing Wanda not a wackadoo, music that, to my ears. Doesn't that warm your heart? It just warms it your does. Because, see, you got a baddie. She's a baddie, but y'all be playing with her. Okay? Um, what else? Oh. Loki not having superpowers was a little weird to me. Hella being likable, being loved. I like that. I love her. I do too. I, I wish she was good her. going forward, but I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, What else? Oh, the fact that they used yellow jackets to kind of come in and terrorize Peggy. I like that, that they were yellow jackets. Um, instead of the ants, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. What else? Also, the fact that Nick Fury was back there in 1602, and I'm not really sure how racism worked back then. It just seemed weird. I guess he's a more. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they said we only putting him there. We're not going to like really make it like real, real. But he here. I, it also. I thought it was interesting that that they are just like the characters that we have. Nick Fury is trying to solve a problem per the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, using the Avengers to his to his um to his benefit, I thought was interesting. The fact that they didn't try to string up Scarlet Witch to burn her at the stake was interesting. Um, what else? Peggy Carter. 
bring your ear to me, sis. Let me talk to you about something. Mm. You are Peggy Carter. You are Captain Britain. You are a super soldier. And to have a man have you weak in the knees where you are saying silly shit when the world is in danger, when you're saying silly shit like I can't let you go, ho, let him go. Right. Let him go. Uh, she was she's such she's such a pain. I do enjoy her a little bit more this season. They've made her <laughs> actually feel important. But yes, I agree. This whole her being disobsessed over a man thing is annoying. It's annoying. It's annoying. And like, and it's not even to say it was annoying when, when um Steve did it to me. Mm-hmm. Because he was it's almost as if and um, which is why he went back in time. He wasn't living in current times. He, I mean, he wasn't. Of course, he had a purpose as far as just like saving the world and the Avengers or whatever like that. But he, he wasn't happy. He didn't date. They try to make him a Natasha thing, but it fizzled out because, you know, Peggy. He mm-hmm. knew that Peggy was dead or dying and he still didn't want to live his life. And I know that when he was buried in the ice, that he was kind of caught like back in the 1950s. I understand that completely, but it's just like he didn't live his life fully because the way that he was pining away for Peggy, somebody who was dead and gone. Mm -hmm. And then the reverse, it's the same with her. And it pissed me off even more because she's a woman. Girl, you don't get me wrong. I am a hopeless romantic. I love to see love. I love to see love on screen. And I love to see love on screen between fictional characters when the chemistry is right. But the fact that each time that Peggy has been on screen and each time she has been in a position where she has to either fight a Steve Rogers or save a Steve Rogers or killing him or letting him go is, is either that or saving the world. And she always <laughs> hesitates. Mm-hmm. Always hesitates. And that pissed me off because even with Steve didn't hesitate when it came to Bucky, he picked the side. Mm-hmm. Quickly. So yep, Peggy, Peggy, girl, girl, old boy is flirting with you and you not even flirting back. And he, and he, and there's an opportunity. That's what was just weird to me too. At the end, oh my God, I can't do this to you. I can't lose you again. But he's flirting with you in the bar and you just like, no, I can't. I'm not. No. Girl, she pissed me off some kind of bad. I'm just like, you got all of this, and, and just made me think of that TikTok. Stand up, got you all weak in the knees, and you a super soldier. Stand your big and, ass up, and they didn't even do it. Like, why you this? You didn't even do it. You got it bad over over the idea of having a drink and a dance. Mm-hmm. A drink and a dance. It sounded real you don't stop me and get out of my face. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. But the episode ended with Dr. Strange popping up with Miss Carter. Dr. Strange needs a um a facial. Mm. When look tired. I'm not gonna give you any real details for this next episode, but let me tell you. Okay. Whew, it was something good to me. It was something good to me. And when you start to see how everything unfolds, huh, it is, and it's, I love, it's great. And also, can I just say this too, is that Peggy is a woman 
but she literally just wants to be not she wants to be but she's one of the guys mm-hmm. just like her tone and how she was talking to dr strange like they were battle buddies um it's kind of like what they were doing with natasha yeah it's all up in here at this point they probably talking about stuff like she got a dick too <laughs> right. she was all up in all the conversations she always there yeah they probably just forgot she was there so I thought I thought that was cool as hell that she's um but also I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm wondering. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe you let me know. I'm wondering if they have written her as kind of like one of the guys, so you don't find her sexy. Like you don't mm-hmm. um yeah. Yeah. Basically, make so she's not being sexualized on screen. Yeah, it's because like, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about these hero these superheroes in DC, right? Even what's her name, Zatara, Zatanna, and um, DC side. Yeah, what's her name? Yeah, Zatanna. Zatanna, right? Mm-hmm. Sexy with no pants on. <laughs> and you're and she and you know, but she's a superhero, right? The same thing with Damon's raggedy ass mama, Tia, Takia. What's her name? Talia? Whatever. Talia. Sexy. Oh, oh no, you're not. Oversexualized, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't maybe it maybe that it's just me and maybe I'm tripping, but they I feel like they've written her that way. None of the guys be trying to hit on her. They're not mm-hmm. flirting with her. And I'm not asking to have it both ways. I, I'm just noticing how they've played up Captain Carter. And maybe I'm tripping. What do you think? I can see that actually like really well because just because she's a super soldier, they didn't have to also make her. Um, She-Hulk is a perfect example of how they can make someone big, but also still feminine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they've taken a lot of her natural femininity from Captain Carter as a super soldier. Cause they just got mm-hmm. her out here like, like throwing hands like she wanted the boys. Yeah, I could have. They could have easily kind of given her more of a character model like um, She Hulk, so that there's still something. But even her personality is kind of it's a little different. It's giving Layla Ali. <laughs> yes, and also at the same time, I think Peggy Carter came up in a she came up in a time where women were just barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's the time that she came from. And she's also in these spaces with these men where she wants them to see her as somebody other than just a woman. Mm-hmm. She's smart. She's capable. She can fight. She can shoot. Like, these are things that she's good at. And could she be a housewife? I mean, yeah. I mean, and not say that she was a housewife when Steve went back, but they definitely had a family and they definitely had children. They settled down to have a good life. But I think that. Peggy fought so hard against that. Even her drink is a is whiskey. That's what she likes. And I mm-hmm. think that they just, I don't know. I think, and like I said, I could be wrong. You see it. But it's kind of just like they wanted Peggy to be one of the guys. But not in the same what? way that Natasha's one of the guys. Because even Natasha's still sexy as one of the guys. But mm-hmm. nobody's really hitting on her. Even the the little bit of embers that we were getting between Bruce and Natasha. Mm-hmm. It's like really non-existent. Like you can see that they have something. You can see that she means a lot to Bruce. And for whatever reason, they just Marvel didn't pursue that, right? 
But even how she dresses is sexy. Her jumpsuit is sexy. It's form-fitting. She always has her cleavage out, and she's shooting guns and fighting, right? So it's like, I'm sexy, I'm shooting this gun, and you still want to hunt me. With, Pe- with, with Peggy, I don't know. And maybe, I'm, like I said, I'm not a man. Maybe some men do want to hump on Peggy. Okay, That's not, Peggy's not putting that out. Peggy is covered from head to toe. No, she's giving Janet Jackson during the Unbreakable era. Okay, when she was married to that man. Yeah, she was on stage in comforters and stuff. Shut up. (laughs) You know, I love my my Dabina Joe, but girl, that was not an era I was here for. Mm Mm-mm. But I mean, but that's that's what we have. Um, I also love to get it off Peggy, weak in the knees. How you have all of that and have her weak for a man? Ah, never mind, never mind. (laughs) Never mind, never mind. But I like how Steve was the forerunner. Because I thought it was interesting and I picked up on it. I don't know why I didn't connect the dots when I was watching it that he was the forerunner. But um, and it didn't make sense until after he was explaining who he was. But I thought his shield that he had when he was fighting in the bar was reminiscent of the one that he had when he was in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a style choice to connect that Steve to the like the current MCU. Like I'm like, oh, okay, cool. They made the shield like he had in Wakanda. And he was from what he was. That's where they snatched him from. Well, this is related to what if, but not necessarily this episode. Okay. There is a rumor that Storm will be in an episode of season three of what if, like as in maybe she'll have her own episode. So can we imagine, like, if that's the case. If she does have her own episode of What If, and I'm excited for I don't give a shit. They can give me Storm. I would love to have Storm way more than what we do, but we haven't gotten to the X-Men yet for all of that to make sense. Do you think that before season three, that Storm is going to get introduced? Yes. I feel like I feel like she, well, in the MCU, yes. I feel like she might be one of the people that we get in this Deadpool movie. Because the, the new storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not be shocked if casting is revealed through that movie. Oh yeah, it makes sense. So like I think that Storm would show up there and that'll be their way of trying to sprinkle her into other stuff because we all know that Storm has deserved her flowers for a very long time. And, and um she's a we female will turn character. Out for her. We will turn That's right. I was gonna, she's a female character that even men like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for a long time, Storm has had the X-Men on her back. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's and she's carried it. Mm-hmm. Like it was nothing. Bring our girl to the forefront. Let our girl come forward and wreck shop. Let her be a bad bat. Let her be a bad baddie. Okay. And let mm-hmm. her be dark skinned and let's get her popping. Okay, because I can't see her being in season three of what if if we haven't seen her, period. Right. Because what if is as popular because we've already seen these characters. We already know what their story is in the MCU. And seeing them in what if, of course, is giving us like, what if this person, yada, yada, yada. That makes sense. To me, it doesn't make sense to introduce her in what not. It doesn't make sense to have her in an episode of what if, if we haven't gotten her live action previously, but that's, that's, just, that's me though. 
No, I agree. Like, you can't just throw her in there and just expect her to be like, yay. Like, give her some. Well, they didn't do that with binary, but. Who? Binary. Oh, they didn't. But have we seen binary in What If? No, we haven't. But she will, though. She will. We'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Know, you got my you got my gears going. Like I'm sitting here just wondering, like, what are we going to what will be sprinkled in here so that they can have some episodes and what if? Unless they're four seasons of X-Men characters. I'm not I'm just I want we have been so overdue for these people. We have been fiending and just like desperate for X-Men from the MCU. Desperate. I'm ready to see their eye. Uh, their I, I'm ready to see X Men through the lens of Kevin Feige pulling the strings via Disney. Like I want to see what that looks like. And um, and there's no shade to Fox. They had moments where they had decent films. Um, but we like I'm ready to see that through the lens of the MCU. I'm ready to see how they connect, and I'm ready to get our baddies. Okay. Cause we deserve. We do deserve. We deserve. We have deserved. We've been needing this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But- and again, y'all think the X-Men is going to reset the MCU because y'all seem to think that the writing has gone down and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ooh, it's going to be good. I can feel it. Oh, it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Mm-hmm. But next week, we will have finished What If. The final episode is What If Doctor uh, Strange, no, Strange Supreme Intervened. I think that's what it's called. Okay. So that title had me trying to figure out what that could possibly mean. And I was nowhere near correct. Like, like okay. had absolutely no clue, but they do give you a really like them. The episodes like this is like, hey, you already know these people. Kind of like in the other one, it was like all these characters have been introduced now. We here, we got to figure this shit out, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But it is it is extreme at some points, really extreme. But you get some really good hints at things that are coming. Some really good hints at like series that have been mentioned and stuff like that. So I think you'll, you'll like it. And it made me like Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Carter a little bit more. Okay. Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. But that leads us into our final piece of homework, which is Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Episode three was we visit the garden gnome emporium. How has this series lived up to the movies like when like when it comes to this episode was any of what we saw in this episode in the movies yes okay um well meeting medusa mm-hmm. okay meeting medusa um was in the film uma therma was medusa um mm. but how they did medusa in percy jackson i have to give them props for that um because Medusa, they okay. They kind of made her again villains, and them being likable and understanding why they turning people to stone. 
like knowing the story of Medusa and understanding how she's her opinion of it, I thought was interesting. Um, that was in the movie, but like I said, it's been a while since I watched the movie. They in the movie they're trying to get something from Medusa. They're trying to steal it. In this film, they didn't steal anything. They just happened to stumble upon her. Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool, but the fact that she, <laughs> the fact that she lures people there with food, she would have got me done. If I'm hungry and I smell French fries, oh, I would have been stoned. I would have been frozen with a French fry about to be in my mouth. You know, I would have been dead over chocolate molten cake. Like, yeah, because that's how I know. What is it? Um, Hansel and Gretel. That witch would have been had me. Like, she what? I could eat your house. Oh, I would have been. And cooked. you fine with it? Oh, I'm about to fuck up all your corners. I would have been cooked. I would have been cooked. Done. Okay, because my fat tail. Oh my god, I would have been cooked. But anyways, um, that's kind of what it is. In the movie, they were trying to steal something. I like the fact that they made them kids, except mm-hmm. for Grover. Grover mm-hmm. is childlike, but technically he's the oldest. He's 24. <laughs> um, what else? Um, how, were, how would you compare the Medusas, like, personality-wise? Were they about the same? No, because this Medusa in the show is kind of calculating. Um... I think she always intended to turn them to stone, which is why the food, she cooks the food because she's trying to draw people in so she can turn them to stone. Um, But with the other Medusa, it's just like, you're here trying to take something. I'm going to turn you to stone. Like that type of thing. Um, I like the fact that Medusa, she actually is having a conversation. She's actually, we know why she is the way that we, the way that she is and how, Essentially, she's just like, I've worshipped the gods. I was one of their biggest supporters. And this is what they did to me. Yada, yada, yada. You should want to do, join mm. side with me. And da, 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 da. And I honestly believe that Medusa would have not tried to turn them to stone if they would have agreed to help her. Or Percy would have agreed. I really think, I think that she wouldn't have turned him to stone. But the fact that they didn't agree, she was just like, since you're not going to help me. Then you can get turned to stone too. Right. You can check out these this face. So get into this look. <laughs> I like right. that they didn't have her hair all over the place, like with snakes and stuff. That's how Uma Thurmas was. Um, I like that they had the hat and they had her hair pulled back. I like that those like design choices. I thought that was really, mm-hmm. really dope with how yeah, they did you her. I've never known that's who that was supposed to be, the way they had her styled. Because Mm-mm. every version of Medusa for this for me was just this terrifying woman that had these snakes for hair that was turning people into stone. Like mm-hmm. everything about this, it was just sis was given Olivia Pope at times to me. Okay. Like, well, like the way the way she was doing the hat and stuff. I was like, I get it. I see you. It's Easter Sunday. Get into it. And I like that she wasn't mean to the kids. Mm-hmm. She was very nice how she talked, well, how she spoke to them. I thought that was interesting. Um Annabeth was just like, nah, ho, I can't trust you, won't trust you. Mm. Rover was just like, I'm hungry and I need to eat. And Percy trusts her, so I trust Percy. And Percy trusted her up to a certain point. So, so this prophecy, 
mm-hmm. where it was like he would be betrayed by one of his friends. Like, is that mm-hmm. in the movie? No, I can't remember. Mm. Maybe it was, but it wasn't. And again, like I said, you haven't seen the movie. And, and I know because I've seen the movie that is not. Do you want me to tell you? Mm-mm. Okay, I won't tell you. Um, okay, I won't tell you. That was very hard for me because you know I'm the person like tell me everything. I want to see all yes. the I'm like, No, no, we're doing. I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, so. So. We'll, we'll you'll have to see who the prophecy was about. Um, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Every time I saw Grover's legs and feet, I hollered. His little legs and them shoes. Jesus Christ. Mm-mm-mm. I laughed. I laughed a lot. Um, what else? I thought Megan Mullally was dead. She dead now, but um. Yeah, I thought she had been dead. Mm-mm. I assume she was dead from when she got stabbed in episode one. I guess not. Her soul keep going back to the underworld, and he just like he keep bringing her back. Um. Also, <laughs> I want to go back just a little bit. I don't get how Annabeth's hat works. It makes you disappear, right? I just didn't understand with Medusa's head. I'm like, how y'all know that y'all not pointing it in the right direction? I was thinking the same thing. Like, just like, I I get it. This is just a TV show. Mm. It's fictional. But um, Medusa wouldn't have been the only one cut if I would have been trying to cut her head off. Because you can't see anything. And also... What made Medusa just stay right there? Right, she could be like, moved. Medusa and Grover would have been dead. Like everybody would, somebody would have been hurt. Like everybody, it would not have been a, a pretty sight. No, that's what I was like. What is going on here? Um, I do think that we're getting ready to see a change in the friendship amongst the three. Mm-hmm. They kind of had like a come to Jesus talk. Mm-hmm. Um. Grover was talking that shit and I loved it. He was like, maybe I gotta start making you hoes uncomfortable so that we can kind of get some somewhere. Okay. Because yeah, I'm I'm over I'm over this. <laughs> um, because I'm t- I'm sick, I'm tired. Now that was mm-hmm. one thing that's different from the movies. The way they played up Grover, he was just scared of everything. Mm. How are you supposed to be a guardian or a protector and you scared of everything? And it, they're not they're not trying to say that he's a new guard. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's like he's been doing it for a while. Why are you scared of everything? That pissed me off in the first one. And this one, I feel like they've made him appear younger. As like maybe this is he's kind of new to this whole guardian thing. And mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of new. And he's just trying to figure things out. And he's scared because he hasn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Not having years of experience and you sk- still scared of everything. That pissed me off how they played Grover up in the movie. But in this one, I feel like he's scared because he he just doesn't know. But mm-hmm. it also shows that even when he's scared, he steps up when it's when it's supposed to be right. Right. So I'm sure it couldn't have been easy to step up to his teachers to help Percy about his mom. But he did it anyway. So um this is a Grover Stan account. There will be no slander against my boy. But how are you liking Annabeth? I don't like why I don't, she's so hard. I don't understand. I don't. But I think I'm that's going to be an episode that she breaks. Like, there's going to be an episode that's going to have to break down this this tough exterior that she's trying to give. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready I want to know for her that. story though. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know her story. I want to know, um, well, one, I want to know who her dad is. I know that Athena is her mama. Why was she so young on the streets? I want to know that. Yeah, um, I'm like, I was scanning through to see if I was going to get like something that was talking about her past. We do get a, a clip of something that was happening with her when she was a child. Yeah, a child. Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be really fleshed out at all. Mm. At least how it's written. I'm not going to read anymore because I don't want to spoil anything okay. for her name. See if it kind of gives any additional details. Not really, but it it has been renewed for a second season, so I think it's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, Annabeth, I want to know more about her. Like, what's the relationship like? I know that um, in the movies, in the film, she meets her mom for the first time in the movie, like towards the end. Mm. Um, also, I want to know. They say that being a forbidden child is dangerous, but like, why didn't nobody try to get her? Because technically she's a forbidden child. And why are they so gung-ho about Percy? I guess because per- they say Percy's a part of the big three. Um, mm. But I'm really interested to see what the story is with his daddy in this. Because in the film, he couldn't. He was there for a certain amount of time and then he had to leave. It wasn't up to him. Um, and, and it still don't make it right. But there wasn't anything that he could do. Poseidon couldn't do to get to know his her son his son because Zeus was like nah um and also there I don't like YA this is a young adult show and I'm gonna tell you why I don't like YA because they make poor ass decisions why the hell why the hell would y'all go down in the basement with no way out in Medusa's house why would y'all do that and I know it's probably writing it's post why would y'all do that? I was y'all looking at like, This doesn't make sense to me. Like, why is and they're go, they're following through? It was like I was talking myself through it. Like, oh, they going? Oh, so they are going to go down here? Oh, like really? Like, I mean, just this is going that direction. It just doesn't. It did. Maybe, maybe it's because we're technically not the demographic. This is a young adult show. Maybe a young adult would not think about it. As an adult, we think about all that stuff. So maybe that's why. That's all I can give. Now, see, in the movie, she was like in an actual garden. Mm. So it was like, it was easy to kind of maneuver around the gardens. They're using mirrors and reflections and stuff to see her, to make sure that they're not getting turned to stone or whatever like that. But it was just a poor, I was just like, this is why I don't like YA shows. Because they make dumbass decisions. Because little kids make dumbass decisions. Why would you go down in the basement where there's only one entrance and one exit to a cavern that's got what hundreds of stone people down there? Yeah, there were and a Grover, lot there. You said what? I said there were a lot of them down there. Yeah, and I was like, and Grover hurt, broke his own heart by seeing his uncle down there. Oh, uncle Ferdinand. I ain't like that. I ain't like that. I was like, y'all be making some dumbass decisions, and yet here we are. Well. Oh, one more thing. I know we got to go. One more thing. Percy is a baddie, and it pisses me off that he doesn't know that he's a baddie. Because they keep asking him, why won't you lean into who you are? That's the biggest, that's the whole thing. This is going to be the whole thing for Percy. His quest is, yes, about finding his mom and saving his mom. Yes. But it's also about Percy being confident in himself. And this is me without reading the books. I can see where it's going. 
mm-hmm. being confident in the powers that he has to get him to where he needs to go. But am I, and there's also this part of me and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm not paying attention, but it's not like anyone's actually has actually taught him. No. How to use his powers to even understand it. He, this should just be happening sometimes. So it's just like, but that might be part of it too. He can't lean into something that no one's really told him about. He doesn't. That's he's true. Still not understanding what's happening to him. Now, Annabeth might be able to help him because she knew that pushing him into the water would heal his cuts and stuff, right? But I also think that Percy has known that he has been different for a really, really long time. He's also known that he's seen things for a really long time since he was a little kid. So he knows that he's been different for a really long time, but for also for a really, really long time, people have been calling him crazy. He thinks that he's crazy and is, and he doesn't trust it. So mm-hmm. yes, has he had anybody to show him the way? No, but I also think that Percy has had his life up until this point to kind of know that he's different, feel that he's different. Like, and it's not like, He's making puddles out of the toilet. He's like rushing water out of this toilet to save his butt. Right. <laughs> Pushing that girl into the water. I mean, I, I guess I see your point. Nobody has been around to show him. His daddy probably would have been the one to kind of show him. But mm-hmm. I also feel like he just needs the confidence. Because, mm-hmm. baby, you knew you were off this whole time. You knew nothing was wrong with you. But you mm-hmm. let society and other people tell you that something's wrong with you and you don't even trust in who you are. Mm-hmm. See, that's a word for somebody. It is. I, I, we talked about accepting the truth and stuff. You know, look, this this is a TED talk. Mm. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. that's looking at baby Percy. This is definitely going to, like I said, mature him and have him being confident in his powers. And in season two is going to be more of the same. He's just stronger. And I think that's one thing that the movies didn't really give us. Percy is, was already kind of grown. Mm. Yeah. He seemed like he was a, a damn very young adult, by the time he was started. Yeah, he was like a legit teenager. Mm-hmm. He was like a legit, like 16, 17 in the film. And I don't, honestly, I don't even know if that's the age they were supposed to be, but they look adult. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know, but the fact that they've made him younger, I think that's really just kind of going to resonate with when he gets to the end of who he is. I'm wondering who his daddy is, who going to play, because in the movie, it was that dude from, um, you watch Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I watched it a couple times. Do you, do you remember Owen? Mm-mm. No. Let me see. I'm trying to think of what else he's in. Owen Gray's Anatomy. Oh, okay. I I don't think I've ever seen this man before. But, yeah. Good for you. (laughs) I'm trying to see what his filmography is. Just in case you were wondering, uh, Owen Hunt, the character, has a full Wikipedia page as well. Because nobody likes him. He's a dickhead. Okay, so yeah, you're right. He played... Poseidon, yep. How old is he? 50 years old. Let me be nosy to see if he's making a cameo. He's not. Nah, I think somebody else is playing him. But I just think, I don't, I wish we didn't, We. I wish that there was more 
There was a story there. And see, that's me wanting a drama. There's a story there of this father-son relationship that they could have built on. And in the second one, I don't even think, I don't even think we really get an appearance from Poseidon. Like you see Percy talking to the water. See, you know, dad, I need help or that type of thing. And his dad might do a little something to help him out. But that, like that, I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at with it. But, um... I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's a cute, cute little it's a cute show. It's a show. It's, I told my friend Travis about it, um, and he was like, I'll, I'll bite check it out. We were playing a game the other day. He was like, bitch, I done finished that whole series. Ah! Like, he just started, and he was like, it just pulled me in. He was like, he watched the movies also. Mm-hmm. I think he was also watching to see how things were going to compare and stuff like that. <clears throat> so I just... When it starts getting good, it ends. And I just want to keep going, but I can't keep going because I have to stop for you. And then I can't always go. Yeah. I I will say this. If she would have watched two episodes of Percy and did not watch that last episode or what if, y'all, I'd be like, no, I'm flipping tables. I'm flipping all of the tables. But no. Well, the next episode of Percy Jackson is called I Plunge to My Death. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in there. But, yes, that's the name of that episode. Okay. So, let's see. Next week. hmm Oh, and y'all, don't be shocked. I know you're not shocked. But, no, we did not go watch Madam Web. We're not going to. Well, I'm not. And I, I don't have any intentions on going to the movies to see this. And it seems like everyone who actually did have intentions on seeing this hated the fact that they went to go see it. So um, my our suggestion to y'all, if you want to do it, you know, maybe you're going out to see like the candidates for the Razzie Awards or something. And that would be a great candidate. Mm-hmm. But that movie got panned. There was one place they gave it a one. I'm, I just want, I just, I never understand bad films. Like, I don't, I just, I never get it. Cause I'm just like, before these actors signed on, did they not read the script? And then I know that scripts change. And I also know that the film that the director made isn't necessarily the film that we get. So I'm wondering if Sony jacked it up or what? Because I'm just like, it can't be that bad. And nobody has said anything positive about that film. Nobody. Nobody. There have been people, and look at me being a hypocrite when I told y'all that you should go for yourself. <laughs> you should go watch the film but for yourself. at some point, we, we got to be able to accept the fact that if this many people are saying that this is not good, we might want to just save, unless you got a free movie credit, you might want to save that money. Like, yeah, because I was like, if, and, I've, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm staying strong on that, and I would stand even stronger on it if there was like a mix, it was giving mixed reviews. Some people loved it, some people didn't. I might would give it a chance to see where I fell. But the fact that every single person that I have seen post about this movie said how terrible it was. And if I'm being honest, I think Craven is going to be the same way. Oh, and yeah. There's, 
and and Aaron Taylor Johnson, whatever his name is, he ain't fine enough to get me to go. I got a feeling that after Craven um, flops, they're gonna they may give up on it and just only keep Venom and Spider Man and hopefully bring in a Miles. But you put this not gonna be too many times that they keep doing these spinoff films and they all do terrible. Like none of them are being like received well. None of them. Sony, because I know y'all are listening as well. Okay, I know y'all tune in every week for us. Y'all need to have somebody who is writing these films, who are running these films, to actually care about what's happening, instead of making films that is going that you're trying to make a to make money off of. But in order to make money off of it, they have to be good. It's almost like y'all are making these bad films for write-offs. How y'all have how y'all have had and and, and that, no. No Way Home, all that other stuff is popular because of the Marvel umbrella, not the Sony. And that's no shade. And truthfully, it probably wouldn't be that great if it wasn't for the MCU because all of the storylines for each of the Spider-Man films connected to the MCU. A lot of what happened in the MCU had a direct effect on that film. So these films that we enjoy from Spider-Man are not because of Sony. It's because they're relying on the story that was built in the MCU. Well, no, okay. Let's let me not be too hard on Sony because they did give us the multiverse with Miles. And those are two phenomenal films. And honestly, Miles, the animated Miles, is carrying the Sony Spider-Man universe on his back. If we're gonna be honest, he's doing the heavy lifting in Black History Month. My baby was just watching the Spider-Verse film tonight. I mean it's amazing. It is amazing. So, I mean, all, that's all I'm saying, you guys. That's all I'm saying. If you want to go see it, you should definitely go see it. But as far as me and my coin purse, we not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Are I got some go free. See it by, um, hmm? Different means. You said what? Are well, you try I to see it by hear, different means? I did hear that there was a copy <laughs> on this other avenue that I could use um, for research purposes. However, I do have like movie pass. And Cinemark's movie thing. So I got like seven free movies over here, four free movies over here. I feel like it's going to probably be out of theaters in the next two weeks. So I might just be able to go because I can see Sony snatching that back pretty quickly because they're not mm-hmm. going to make any money back. They'll spend more money keeping the movie out than they will leaving it out. Like, mm-mm. but okay. So. Unless there's any news, we'll just be watching the next episode of Percy Jackson finishing up What If. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, then. Well, that's all, folks. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell y'all in the beginning. If you're not following us on TikTok and Instagram, follow us there at Almost Blurts. Mm-hmm. And Dove Cat has her smut um, TikTok page. Um, TikTok. It's smut. Okay, it's it is. It is, but it's good. It's good smut. It's good. It's good over there. It's been real chill over there. Been real chill. I haven't been able to kind of devour my books like I wanted to because I've slowed down. Um, started adding physical copies into what I'm currently reading, so we can do that. Um, my goal is 150 books this year. Where are you at now? Ten. But you do go through these smut books really quickly, so you'll probably really get going. 
if they're short, I'm reading two books now at the same time. One book I just started like earlier last week, and it's got like 30 plus chapters. And then the other one that I'm reading has way more than that. And it, and I started that last year sometime and not because it's not good. It's just that sometimes when I'm reading these books, I just have to kind of be in a, like, like in the mindset to sit down and read it. And I just, knowing that there's like 50 plus chapters, I'm just like, sis, <sighs> but um, it's starting to pick up a little bit. So I'm starting to get into that. And the other book I've been reading um, while I'm at the gym. So one is on my Kindle, one is on my phone. And um You're so resourceful for your books. You said I'm gonna be able to read them. But the fact that you you have one on your tablet, one on your phone, but you don't like you just intentionally didn't download the other one onto the phone. Like cause they, they should be connected to the same thing, right? I got my so this is the issue. I got my Kindle so I wouldn't be on my phone, right? But I find that in, when I'm in the middle of sets, it's better for me to read instead of when I'm at the gym. It's better for me to read than to like not have a book at all because then I'll be on like social media and then I'll just get lose track of time. So it's easier for me that when I'm, I'm reading and I see my timer and stuff go off, then I can just get back into lifting or whatever. So I was like, for that reason, I was like, I'll just keep it on my phone. I'll just read while I'm at the gym. So I have those two books that I'm reading at the same time. Um, reading on my phone is not good for me. Um, I do prefer my Kindle because the words are bigger. Um, but I've also decided that with my Kindle, I just want to go ahead and finish reading the book that I've started on it. And my Kindle is not too big to take to the gym, but I just, I just don't want to take it to the gym. So that's where we're at with it. But you guys, if you want, you should come. You should come over there. Um, listen to me talk about books Smut. and stuff. Smut. And oh, also, Theo is on my book talk if anybody's interested in, in the fur baby. He makes oh, yeah. appearances. And one day we're going to make an appearance from the podcast. We are. We are. At and some we, point. I'm actually saving regularly and stuff now. So it's, we're going to have to do something. Yes. I have to unpack my camera. We'll talk about it. Because something might be going down. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right, y'all. Blurs, nerds, and everybody else. We will talk to you guys next week. 